Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. Christopher Ray testified today. We'll talk about that. Lauren Boebert is here. Margot Cleveland is here. Carol Roth is here to talk about inflation. All that and more is coming up tonight on I'm Right. Christopher Ray testified today. And you know what all this reminds me of now? The hearings and the testimony and Christopher Ray and everything else. And we're going to bring you clips here in a minute, don't get me wrong. But you know what it all reminds me of? Tell me if this hits home for you. Did you ever watch professional wrestling? I, I loved it when I was a kid. You know, Hulk Hogan and, and Andre the Giant and Randy Savage and all these guys. And even as a kid, at some point in time, it occurs to you that this is not real, really. Yeah, they're acting and as such, it didn't really hurt it for you, but you found yourself watching the newest Hulk Hogan match when Hulk Hogan was the champion. And you kind of just automatically knew how everything was going to go. Hogan was going to start wrestling, and then something dirty was going to happen that would hurt Hulk Hogan, someone from the outside, or maybe a guy pulls out brass knuckles, 
And then in the end, Hulk Hogan would get really strong and he would defeat the guy in the end. And it just kind of all went how you knew it was going to go. And after a while, it kind of got boring because you knew how everything was going to go. That's how I feel now with all these hearings and televised things with our government. I know exactly what's going to happen. You know exactly what's going to happen ahead of time. We know that in the end, we will get no results from it. So we have to show up, and we're going to watch, and I'm going to play you some clips of it, but we have to show up, and we have to watch, and we have to, like, have to act like anything that's said, any of the questions, any of the answers, we have to act like they're, they're shocking in some way, but we all know. It's Hulk Hogan in a wrestling match in 1988. We, we all know how this is going to go. How many times have you and I sat here on the show and said over and over and over again that the FBI... They don't fear the GOP, and the FBI gets in front of these hearings, and anytime they don't feel like answering a question, they either A, lie, which we'll get to, or B, they go with the patented, well, we can't comment on an ongoing investigation. As you know, this is a very active, ongoing investigation, and there are some restrictions on that. But we yes, will we can handle classified on. information, yes. and we fund your department, and so you need to provide that. It's not, respectfully, it's not an issue of classification. It's an issue of commenting on ongoing criminal investigations, which is something that by longstanding department policy, we are restricted in doing. The ultimate out. They use it every time. But again, you're not shocked to hear him say that. You watch I'm Right. How many times have we lamented this? How many times have we screamed about these? Do you remember right when the GOP took back the House and I came on this show? And what did I tell you? I told you the only mystery now is what the GOP is prepared to actually do to the FBI because the GOP is going to call the FBI in front of them and they're going to ask hard questions and the FBI is going to respond to every question with, well, I can't comment on, on an ongoing investigation. That much was boom. The Hulk Hogan wrestling match, written in stone. The only mystery is what you're going to do about it now. We, you know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. You know the game. Nothing that happened today shocked you. You know the truth. You watch the show every night. Here was Christopher Ray being awfully coy about January 6th. I'm not sure there were undercover agents uh, on scene. You, I find that kind of a remarkable statement, Director. At this point, you don't know whether there were undercover federal agents, FBI agents, in the crowd or in the Capitol on January 6th. I, I say that because I want to be very careful. There have been a number of court filings related to some of these topics, and I want to make sure that I stick with him what's in... I, I understand that, but I, I just... I thought I heard you say you didn't know whether there were FBI agents or informants or human sources in the Capitol or in the in vicinity on January 6th. Did I misunderstand you? I thought that's what you said. I, well, I referred very specifically to undercover agents. Yeah. And so are you acknowledging then there were undercover agents? I, I, as I sit here right now, I do not believe there were undercover agents uh, on scene. Notice the language. Well, no, I didn't say uh, undercover agents. And, and also, 
I don't believe there were. You notice he didn't say no. Again, what's the mystery here? You know, I know, of course there were FBI agents in the crowd and FBI assets in the crowd. We know this. I mean, gosh, the chief of police at the Capitol just got done talking to Tucker Carlson about it. And then I interviewed the chief of the Capitol Police, Stephen Sund, in an interview that was never aired on Fox, by the way. I was fired before it could air. Um, I, I'm going to interview him again. But Stephen Sund was the totally non-political worked for Nancy Pelosi. I mean, this was not some right-wing activist. He was the chief of the Capitol Police on January 6th. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That crowd was filled with federal agents. Again, we know they're there. We know they were all throughout the crowd, possibly, probably instigating the whole thing. But we know all this. Christopher Ray's gonna hem and haw and hand ring in front of the GOP house, and he's gonna, he's gonna, what's that fancy word college boys use? He's gonna obfuscate. He's gonna obfuscate all day long, and the only question again, the only mystery is, what are you going to do about it? He, of course, even is bold enough now, this is how little he respects the low-T GOP, he was bold enough to just flat-out lie about things like censorship. Our focus is on malign foreign disinformation, that is, foreign hostile actors who engage in covert efforts to Mr. abuse Ray, our Mr. social media platforms, which is something that is not seriously in dispute. I have to stop phenomenon. you for time. That's not accurate. You need to read this court opinion because you're in charge of enforcing it. The court has found that, and Elvis Chan testified under oath in charge of this for you, he said 50%, he had a 50% success rate in having alleged election disinformation taken down or censored. That, that wasn't just foreign adversaries, sir. That was American citizens. How do you answer for that? Well, first off, I'm not sure that's a correct characterization. Comes of right out of the opinion. You should read it. What I, of, of his testimony. But what I would say is the FBI is not in the business of moderating content or causing any social media company to suppress or censor. That is not what the court has found. Here's the hard evidence showing that you censored the American people. Oh, we're not in that business. That's, you know who should be more embarrassed there? It's not Christopher Ray. Honestly, yeah, Christopher Ray's a bad guy. He should be in prison. I, I, I get all that. You get all that. But the GOP are the ones who should be embarrassed. I've used the example before. If I've come home and some guy is in the kitchen slapping my wife, he's a bad guy. If I don't do anything about it and I just let him keep slapping her over and over and over again, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> Christopher Ray is not afraid of the GOP. Christopher Ray doesn't care about the GOP at all. It's comfortable, it's comfortable lying, black and white lies. Shoot, half the GOP, they're like Ken Buck, just thanking him for being there. I want to thank you for leading an agency, as you mentioned in your opening statement, that protects Americans from foreign terrorists that uh, an agency that protects Americans from fries from China uh, and Russia uh, and cybercrime and public corruption and organized crime and drug cartels and human traffickers and white-collar criminals. And I want to thank you and the FBI for protecting law-abiding Americans from the evil that exists all around us. And frankly, I am not in favor of defunding the FBI, nor am I in favor of splitting up the FBI, nor am I in favor of using the home and rule for the FBI director. And that's why Christopher Ray isn't afraid. So who's at fault with all this? Who's really at fault? Well, I'm going to play you something. 
This is Chip Roy, also a member of the House. You just saw Ken Buck. This is Chip Roy. Are you concerned about this, this activity by the FBI and what was communicated to the FISA court? Does that concern you as the director of the FBI? I consider the conduct that was described in the Durham report as totally unacceptable and unrepresentative of what I see from the FBI every day and must never be allowed to happen again. And have there been consequences as a result? Is Mr. Auten, uh, had, has he had consequences? Well, again, I can't speak to pending personnel matters, as you would perhaps remember from your own time in law enforcement. On September 23rd, 2022, 20 heavily armed agents stormed the home of Mark Houck. You're familiar with this? I'm familiar with the Houck case a little bit, yes. Do you approve of the raid now in retrospect? Do you think it was appropriate? Do you think it was appropriate for a father to have armed FBI agents along with local agents go to his home, arrest him at gunpoint for alleged violation of the FACE Act a year after the alleged incident, after the father had said through his lawyer that he would appear voluntarily. Do you believe that FBI agents should go to the home of a father in Philadelphia suburbs? I'm not going to second guess the judgment of the career agents on the ground who made the determination. But your, your, your job is to second guess and look at, at what they are doing. Your job is to review what they do. Your job is to protect the American people from a tyrannical FBI storming the home of an American family. I, I could not disagree more with your description of the FBI as tyrannical. Uh, and you I don't think believe it's just, tyrannical your, that, your that FBI agents were a part of storming a father's home in, in suburban Philadelphia? I'm the gentleman. Mr. Chairman. So what's my point? Who's at fault? Chip Roy, I love him, he's a friend. But there are a lot of Chip Roys out there. Why is Ken Buck in Congress and not more Chip Roys? I'm sorry, this is going to make you uncomfortable, but I am right. We have losers like Ken Buck in office because we don't run in primaries. And when somebody good does run in primaries, we don't vote for them. We run out. If we even bother to vote in primaries, we run out and vote for losers like Ken Buck over and over and over again. So when you need the FBI to be kept in check, instead you get Ken Buck thanking him for his service. We have a problem. It's an us problem. Either we will get less apathetic and get off the couch and get involved, or the FBI is never going to change. And like I said, that may make you uncomfortable, but I am right. Now, let's move on here. We have all kinds of things. Margot Cleveland is going to join us next. Before we get to Margot, direct. When it comes to things like food, when we want to put our money where our morals are, we have to start buying direct. You should be buying your meats direct. You should be buying your olive oil direct. One, it's fresher and more delicious. Two, you save money. Three, you get to bypass these evil large corporations. You know where I get olive oil? farmfresh246.com direct from the farm do you know what that first bottle is going to cost you one dollar how about that for confidence in your olive oil you don't you want the best freshest olive oil ever they ship it to you for a dollar you help cover the shipping and they ship it over to you farmfresh246.com you'll never buy olive oil from the grocery store again farmfresh246.com we'll be back I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain 
that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. You, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not has no oh, hold interest on. in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. Deeply revealing. Joining me now, Margot Cleveland, senior legal correspondent with the great Federalist. Margot, what was your biggest takeaway from all that Christopher Ray nonsense today? Well, there were several takeaways. Honestly, my biggest one was when Ray was trying to justify the FBI passing on to Twitter information about Ukraine, saying that there's Russian influence. And what Ray said there was, well, we, the FBI, had to do it because Ukraine couldn't talk to them directly because of the Russian invasion. And I said, wait a second, you mean that our social media companies, our American social media companies, are taking requests from foreign intelligence agencies to remove American speech? That really shocked me. And I think that is one of the few things that we learned that were new here. Uh, Margot, now you're the legal expert. I certainly am not. That sounds incredibly illegal. Well, I'm not sure if it is illegal that it's the foreign country doing it with our social media companies where the FBI is not involved. But once the FBI gets involved, then we've got this huge First Amendment issue, which was another really fascinating takeaway from the entire hearing, where you had the different congressmen and women talking about this case against the FBI. And what does Ray say? Oh, no, 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 no. We, we're not censoring speech. We're just making suggestions about what they should do. I'm sorry, the federal judge looked at the evidence and said a reasonable jury is likely to find that you caused, coerced, induced this type of censorship. So for Ray to say that was really laughable. This exchange between Jim Jordan and Ray about Catholics I thought was pretty interesting. <laughs> do you think priests, priests should be informants inside the church, Director? We do not recruit, open, or operate confidential human sources to infiltrate, target, report. But that's not, uh, what, religious this, that's not what this said. It sounds like you were trying to do it in no, Richmond, Virginia. No, sir. No, sir. No, you sir. weren't? This, this didn't happen? You can assure us that this that, didn't happen? That product did not, to as best as we can tell, result in any investigative action as a result of it. None. You know what the motivation for this was? Why, why would they even think about doing this? You know what the motivation was? Well, again, I think that's what our internal review will find. <laughs> They're reviewing well, it internally, Margo. Nothing happened. Right. <laughs> right. So a couple things here. I think Jordan was right when he talked about the political implications, but I think he was half wrong that that is the only reason for this. What was the motivation? The FBI has in place 
where they pay and they expect the agents to come forward with so many cases fitting under domestic terrorism. And what better way to do it than call these hardened Catholics domestic terrorists? So I think that there was another motivation there. But I also thought it was fascinating that Ray said, not to the best of our knowledge. Well, you know what Ray also told them, not to the best of their knowledge, that they were not using 702 which is part of the FISA, to go and spy on or determine who was involved in January 6th and the riots. So to the best of his knowledge, isn't meaning much, even though he is the director of the FBI. Margot, do you think Christopher Ray has any fear whatsoever of the, of the GOP? Because every time I see one of these FBI stooges, mainly Ray, go sit in front of the House or the Senate, my main takeaway from all of it is they don't fear the GOP at all. I don't think that he does. And when I see him testify, what I think is he really thinks that he is doing the right thing and that any of the problems that happened weren't based on what he did. So the Richmond, that wasn't what he wanted. What happened under under Comey wasn't what he wanted. But what was telling to me here was when he was given the chance to say it was absolutely wrong that our FBI went in a SWAT light raid to arrest a pro-life family, uh, family man by, with his family there, when his lawyer said he would turn himself in, Ray said, I'm not going to second guess our agent. He should have second guessed his agents. The only fact he needed to know there was that the lawyer said that this father would turn himself in. So I think that Ray has kind of the company man mentality and anything that went wrong, they're going to look at internally, but you got to trust us. We have these family days at the FBI. Everybody's a good, happy family. And what happened, Durham points out, you know, that's not what I see with the day to day. Well, I'm sorry, you're the director and you need to clean up house. Even if it's only these few highly politicized cases of Trump and Biden, that has more ramifications than the day in, day out things that you're doing. Speaking of family day, I thought this little exchange between Swalwell and Ray was pretty revealing. <laughs> but I want to talk more about your workforce because that's where you started. A couple weeks ago, at the Bureau, you had Family Day. Can you tell us what Family Day is? Uh, family Day is an opportunity for employees from really all over the FBI. Um, it tends to be primarily from the nearby geographies because of the trip that they have to make to employees to bring their families into FBI headquarters so that they can see a little bit about the place their loved ones work and why mom or dad is spending so much time away from home. You see any little kids at Family Day? Many, many, many. Uh, it's an opportunity for us to say thank you to the families. I mean, we talk a lot uh, in law enforcement about sacrifice, but the reality is that law enforcement officers and professionals are sacrificing to do what they love. Our families are sacrificing because of who they love. And what? That's so touching. It's just, it's a real family environment over there. But isn't it really revealing, Margot, that that's the line of questioning from Democrats to the FBI director? Oh, absolutely. It was all about Family Day. And on the other extreme, all of the threats 
all of the threats. So I think there were a handful of threats made to the FBI offices where they were horrible things. There should not be doxing where you have public addresses of FBI. Obviously, the I think it was Memphis, but I, I can't recall for sure where it was, where they had an attack on an FBI agent's, uh, excuse me, uh, office. All of that's horrible, but that has nothing to do with the, what they're talking about. What you're seeing the Democrats try to do is say, you cannot condemn the FBI's misconduct, because if you do, it means that some criminal is going to go and attack them. So we have to pretend none of the bad stuff went on. I actually thought you were going to play the, the clip where uh, Eric talked about all the nudes on the laptop, which I kind of uh, chuckled over. He was trying to make Hunter Biden's about nudes. I'm like, is that all he looked at on the laptop? Because really what the laptop had was uh, Joe Biden, the Hunter Biden pay to play scandals. So I guess he kind of got sidetracked with some other types of videos. Yeah, well, it's just got lost in the lights, I guess. Margot, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Jesse. All right. Let's talk to Lauren Boebert. Let's hear what she has to say about this and all kinds of other nonsense next. Before we talk to Lauren, let's talk about nutrition. I'm not lecturing anybody, don't worry. But what we eat does matter, right? And I know I eat like garbage, but I'm getting better. Why? Because it does matter. What we put in our bodies matters because we're living things. Well, the same thing applies to our dog. You give your dog dog food, your dog never gets nutrition. That's why they die at 10 when we should have them till they were 13, 14, 15. And that's why they have all these health problems late in life. They go blind, the breath gets bad, the coat gets dull, too lethargic. We don't give them nutrition. Rough Greens is nutrition for your dog. All natural nutritional supplement that you pour on your dog's food. You want years longer with your dog? A healthier dog, happier dog? It's right there for you. Free jumpstart trial bags right now. You have to go to roughgreens.com slash jesse for your free jumpstart trial bag or call 833-33-MY-DOG. We'll be back. People trusted the FBI more when J. Edgar Hoover was running the place than when you are. And the reason is because you don't give straight answers. You give answers that, that later a court deems aren't true. And then at the end of the day, you won't criticize an obvious shakedown when it's directly in front of us. And it appears as though you're whitewashing the conduct of corrupt people. Respectfully, Congressman, in your home state of Florida, the number of people applying to come work for us and devote their lives working for us is over up over 100%. We're deeply proud of them, and they deserve better than you. What a weird response to Matt Gates today. Joining me now, Lauren Boebert from Colorado. Okay, there's a bunch we can get to about your biggest takeaways from today, but wasn't that response so incredibly petty and odd? Uh, it was, and massive credit to um, my boy Matt Gates um, because I know how deeply he cares about our, our military personnel, our veterans. Um, he, he represents a very highly populated area with military personnel, and uh, he knows uh, that they do deserve better uh, than, than Christopher Ray. Um, uh, you know, those who are, are coming out and wanting to now serve in the FBI. And uh, he, he knows the, the service that they've been through and the recognition that they deserve. And so I'm extremely proud of him uh, for his uh, quick-witted response, which is um, 
right on par for, for Gates. Yeah, that's pretty on par for Gates. My boy Thomas Massey was throwing bombs out there today, too. Here's what he said. The Bank of America, uh, with no legal process, was uh, gave to the FBI gun purchase records uh, with, with no geographical boundaries for anybody that was a Bank of America customer. Is that true? Well, what I do know is that the... Uh, a number of business community partners all the time, uh, including financial institutions, share information with us about possible criminal activity. And my understanding is that that's fully lawful. Uh, maybe fully lawful, but my goodness, is it horrific and wrong? We really have our financial institutions working hand in hand with the FBI to violate my rights. Do I have that right? Uh, that's what I heard from him. But, you know, Jesse, my, my co-chair of the Second Amendment Caucus, Congressman Thomas Massey, asked Director Ray if the, uh, the Bank of America gave the FBI gun purchase records of anyone that was a Bank of America customer. And his answer, my understanding, is that the institution shared information with us, as happens all the time. This was done without a warrant for people that weren't even suspects. Uh, equally troubling, Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan also showed emails between the FBI and Bank of America making clear that Bank of America also agreed to turn over any historical purchases of firearms to the FBI going back six months for all customers in the Washington, D.C. area. I am absolutely furious that American companies are sharing Americans' private data with the FBI and this invasion of lawful gun owners' privacy can't uh, be tolerated. Uh, this is something that we absolutely have to um, put to an end. But I mean, this entire testimony, uh, uh, Jesse, under Christopher Ray's um, reign, we have seen um, that conservative speech is censored, pro-life Christians are labeled domestic terrorists, and whistleblowers are even retaliated against. So it's no surprise that even our privacy and our Second Amendment rights are under attack by Christopher Ray. It's July. Joe Biden still hasn't been impeached, but that doesn't mean some people there aren't actually trying. Someone tried to impeach him over the border. Who was that anyway? Uh, yes, this little this little girl likes to run her mouth from Colorado. Uh, so Jesse, <laughs> I, I got I got really frustrated um, because I had approached chairman about impeachment inquiries, um, going through that process and committee um, inquired um, through leadership and others if we were actually going to do something. And the answer uh, was repeatedly no. Uh, so I decided to take control of the House floor and uh, do a little legislative my business, business myself. And I called up my articles of impeachment for Joe Biden uh, for his dereliction of duty uh, at the southern border. He has failed to to faithfully execute our nation's immigration laws. And we have millions of illegals coming into our country. But worse than that, the human trafficking that is taking place, the children who are being trafficked, the some 85,000 children that have gone missing, the children and adults um, who are dying from fentanyl poisoning because of these wide open border policies. These are all uh, directly related to Joe Biden's failures or maybe in his eyes success at the southern border because I don't think he has an intent to secure it. Uh, so I forced 
um, the conversation of impeachment for Joe Biden. And I was able, uh, for the first time in nearly 50 years, a Republican was able uh, to get an impeachment inquiry sent to committee um, to be brought up. This will be go to the Home Homeland Security Committee with Chairman Mark Green. Um, but we have got to keep that pressure on to make sure that these uh, articles actually come up in that committee. Because Jesse, if they don't, then we're gonna go right back to square one. I'll call up more articles of impeachment on the House floor and say the time for debate, the time for markups, uh, investigations and hearings is over. It's a straight up and down vote. Are you impeaching Joe Biden, yes or no? I like it. Go get him. Lauren, thank you. Thanks, Jesse. All right, we got inflation numbers today too. Not bad, 3%, not bad. Or is it really bad? We'll talk to Carol Roth about that next. Before we do that, let's do this. Your timeshare. I know you think you're stuck in it because they lie, but you're not. You are not stuck in your timeshare. All you have to do is make a phone call. They lock you into these timeshares and they tell you you have to pay for life. One story, a mother died and her daughter had to take over the payments. Lone Star Transfer will get you out legally and permanently. They're successful 99% of the time. They put it in writing. They give you a date. They tell you, hey, by this time, you'll be gone. That's confidence. Call them. 844-310-2646. Over 18,000 people have called this family company and gotten out. They can get you out. 844-310-2646. All right? We'll be back. Inflation, 3% year over year. Obviously, the system's going to brag about that, but do try to keep in mind that these numbers are always on top of the inflation we already have. And if you carry the one this year, that year, and eh, sitting at about, oh, I don't know, 18% in like the last three years, <laughs> that sucks. Joining me now, my friend Carol Roth, who is out with a dynamite new book, who I, and I actually haven't told her yet, Carol, my 14-year-old is reading your new book, You Will Own Nothing, because he's getting obsessed with all this world event stuff. You can't put it down. I caught him last night, 9.45, supposed to be asleep. He's in his bed reading your book. I, I love that I'm corrupting your children, Jesse, and just mm -hmm. wait until he comes to chapter 11 with wisdom by the great Jesse Kelly in it, and then you can just lord <laughs> that over him for a very long time. Yes, I'm going to tell him that's my favorite chapter in the book, and he should actually start there. All right, quit. Focus. Inflation. Carol, it is less than it was. So, okay, it's not ideal, but it's less than it was. That's kind of good, right? I mean, I've heard that Bidenomics is amazing and that everybody is doing fantastic yeah. and much better than they are two years ago. It's not like, you know, you go to the grocery store and don't see the numbers that pop up or, you know, look at your bank account being depleted or your credit card balances rising. Just listen to the cute name they gave it, Jesse. Bidenomics. It just sounds yeah. so delicious, doesn't it? Yeah, like you said, you know, we're, we're up well into the double digits um, based on just the government's calculations, which we know have been fudged with and probably in reality are about double what is projected in terms of the real impact on people's lives, you know, not to mention that wages haven't kept pace. You know, if wages had kept pace with it, um, the, then it, it for the people who are working, that's a good thing. Obviously, if you're somebody who's retired and relying on 
on savings, that would still be a bad outcome for you. The big takeaway here is that you know this may just be a breather for us. Um, and certainly we're glad that it's not up another 9% over you know the, the increases from last year, but they're getting a huge assist in certain areas, particularly around oil. But we have done nothing to fix our energy policy. Europe has done nothing to fix theirs. Last year, there was an unseasonably warm winter, which meant that there wasn't uh, you know, this great spike in oil prices. But the fact that, that nobody's done anything, you know, that was just a gift. It wasn't a strategy. And so it doesn't mean that that won't come roaring back, you know, particularly if we get a, a really cold winter, then game's over. So given the fact that we have policy that has moved us away from that, given the fact that we still have huge deficits, given the fact that there's a de-dollarization movement around the world, while we may see kind of this leveling off of the growth, which doesn't mean that the prices are going down, it just means the growth rate is a little bit less on a year over year basis. It doesn't mean that we're out of the woods over the medium to long term. And so you know, if you are looking at your own finances and going, okay, well, I think things have leveled off and you feel like you should accelerate your spending, do not do that take anything that you have and invest that where you can in hard assets you know protect per, perhaps in the, the short term you put some of that into t bills you know which are paying a, a nice uh, yield right now and make sure that you're setting yourself up for the chance that this really flares up in a meaningful way again okay you say flares up you think inflation and or interest rates what's going to do the flaring so I think that uh, obviously they kind of go hand in hand. Uh, intra, uh, inflation yeah. would come first, and then you know to the extent the Fed, you know, depending on where they are in their cycle, feels the need they have to uh, to attack that, then they would potentially, as they have done over you know, the past 14, 15 months, then try to go and raise interest rates again. Now it could be that interest rates start to come down, and then they have to raise them up from that point. But whatever it is, um, either way, that's not a good scenario for you and your pocketbook. Okay, Liz, you talk in your book about the Fed and how it has transferred wealth from Wall Street to Main Street. But that concept for most normal people like me, it's a little bit confusing. What are you talking about? Yes. Well, first, I think you called me Liz, which is a new nickname. I might roll. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Carol. Carol, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Maybe I'll just be a Liz from now on. At any rate, Liz, the Fed, it's all very confusing to you, Jesse. I'm Carol Ross. Go ahead. So basically, their monetary policy has suppressed, you know, take away the last uh, 15 months where they've tried to undo their policy. But before that, we had 15 years of them artificially suppressing interest rates and printing money out of nowhere. And what that did was that benefited people who held assets, who were the already wealthy. So you saw your stock portfolios go up, you saw your your homes go up, but if you were a saver or a retiree and you just had uh, you know money sitting in the bank, you were earning next to nothing on it. And it completely disrupted risk. And if you wanted to earn anything on your money, you had to go out and take more risk. It did other things like it, it gave 
easy money and easy access to Wall Street, who was then looking for places to, to put it to work, to come in and compete with people to buy homes. Prior to 2010, one of the most interesting pieces of research I did for the book, there was no meaningful institutional capital in the single family home market. But because of this cheap and easy money from the Fed, now you have Wall Street firms going out. And by the way, some of them aren't even based in the US. One of them is based in Canada. And they're going out and they're buying up homes, which is increasing the prices. And they're, by the way, they're not trying to fix them up and, and you know sell them back to you. They're trying to rent you the American dream, which happens to be the biggest driver of wealth across households in terms of dollar value. So this is a, a huge, huge issue. We're at a point now where approximately one in every five homes that's sold is sold to one of these corporate entities. And it's just one of the many ways that you have these big players, the Fed and the government, you know, trying to take away these wealth creation opportunities, making sure you own nothing and who's collecting that value, that wealth that would normally go to middle and working class Americans, well, it's Wall Street and the wealthy and the well-connected. Carol, you wrote the book on it, You Will Own Nothing. So help me explain, because all all this looks so nefarious to me. When you look at all the players in the game and how much they're crushing normal people, it looks planned and it looks nefarious. Or is it just basic greed? Not that I'm defend. Not that I'm defending 100% selfish greed. What is it? You laid it all out in the book. What do you think it is? So I think depending on the area that is coming from, there's probably a different motivation. But overall, what's happening is that there is a shift in the financial world order, a shift in global stakes. And if you're wealthy and well connected, you have two options. You can either you know, kind of hope that everything works out for you and your friends, or you can band together and try to control everything and make sure as much as possible works out for you and your friends. And I really do think much of it is the latter. So it's not that they start with, how do we make sure people own nothing? How do we make sure that, you know, we take away their freedoms? It's more of how do we make sure that we're protected? And if, you know, non-ownership and their freedoms have to go by the wayside in order for this to all be achieved, well, you know, that's fine by them. And then, you know, the, the part of the prediction from the World Economic Forum, that second piece of that first prediction, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. If they can get you to buy into it, renting a home, that big asset that normally drove wealth for your household, forget about that. It would be so easy and convenient if we just took care of that and you know you didn't have to worry about calling the plumber. If they get you to buy into it, it's much easier for them to affect their ultimate goal, which I really do believe is for them to just protect themselves, their wealth and their power. Her book is You Will Own Nothing if you want to understand how these evil... I almost said something bad. If you want to understand how these people think and what they're doing, go buy her book. Carol, I love you. It's an awesome book. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Talk soon. Evil people. All right. Enough of that. We have Light in the Mood. Before we get to Light in the Mood, you heard what she said. Hard assets. Land. Homes. Precious metals. Precious metals. You don't have to take my word for it. Read a history book. 
I'm reading one right now about Carthage and Carthage and Rome. And you know what was at the center of so much of this? Silver. What were they doing? Silver. Fighting over silver. Who got the silver? I have more silver. That was 200 years before the birth of Christ. Precious metals last forever. History books tell you that. Put your wealth in things that last. Oxford Gold can get it in your retirement account. Uh, they can put physical gold or silver in your, in your hands, which you need. You need both. Make a phone call. 833-995-GOLD. All right? 833-995-GOLD. Oxford Gold Group. All right, let's lighten the mood. Let's lighten, let's lighten our allergies before we lighten the mood, though, because we're going to talk a little bit about fighting next. You see, we have the sniffles. We have itchy eyes. We have pollen all over our cars, all over the air. And I can't do anything about your outside air. The air here in Houston sucks. I can't do anything about that either. But we can do something about the air in our home. We can clean it. How do you do that? Well, not the little weird oil thing that puts out the smells. We clean it with Eden Pure Thunderstorm. It's called a thunderstorm because it will do inside of your home what nature does after a thunderstorm, constantly cleaning the air, viruses, mold. I'm allergy-free for the first time in my life. I own nine of these by now. They sell three packs. Put one where you sleep, where someone else sleeps, the kitchen, the general living area. Get these things everywhere. You'll taste the difference in your air. EdenPureDeals.com code JESSE gets you $200 off a three-pack, all right? EdenPureDeals.com code JESSE. Now, billionaires are claiming they're going to fight each other. Mark Zuckerberg owns Facebook. Elon Musk owns Twitter. They say they're going to fight. Now, they're both training with professional fighters. I'm concerned, and here's why I'm concerned. Because I hate Mark Zuckerberg. Elon Musk, I'm okay with. I'm not one of these Elon Musk worshippers. He seems like he's probably a decent dude. But Zuckerberg is now competing in Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournaments. I know Elon Musk has the size. He's bigger. That's, that matters. Size does matter a lot. Don't believe these spin kicks the, the, the female superheroes are doing in the movies. Size matters a lot. But what if Mark Zuckerberg wins? That's going to suck. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. Mayo served our nation for over seven years before he was catastrophically injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org.
Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.